Welcome to RPG A Day 2020. Thank you, Liren. Fiverr. I wanted to talk about the things that I have claimed to favour over the past year or so in regards to games, rules, principles. I considered myself to favour rules light systems, classless games, unified mechanics. But these are very much assumptions. The truth of the matter is that these are things I was drawn to initially because they were easier for me to get my head round. Certainly when I think about the idea of classless systems. Now I'm not saying I don't like that idea anymore. But the reason I claim to favour classless systems was because of an assumption about classes being restrictive or prescriptive and um, I don't feel that's the case anymore there's a lot of elbow room within your you know classic old school D&D class system I mean the first time I heard about racers class that struck me as really odd And I thought to myself, well, why would you put that kind of restriction on players? But I guess I should put this in some context. Last night, I played my first session of Old School Essentials. I assume everybody listening is familiar with Old School Essentials. That's essentially, essentially, a straight BX clone. Dungeons and Dragons basic expert. I think the only real changes in it are discrepancies between the basic rules and the expert rules. And only recently I was talking about how I felt there was lots of stuff in the Old School Essentials book. I didn't see the point of that I thought, oh, well, maybe we should skip that. Or you could simplify that. You can leave that bit out. And... um. Why I know I've only had one session, but I feel like I've done a complete 180 on that. In fact, when I was making my character, I totted up every individual item, figured out my encumbrance, and while that doubled the length of the process it took to create a character, um, when Dave announced that he was going with the simpler variant of the rules where our basic equipment would just be a fixed weight that would be the same for all of us i have to say was a little bit disappointed maybe just because i'd put the effort into working out how much everything weighed but it's funny it was a really interesting experience because i think there's a bit more going on than just playing what feels like a great game. There's a sense that I'm kind of getting on board with something, that I'm buying into something. And this isn't isn't about a nostalgia thing. I guess maybe for me it's kind of a milestone, possibly. Maybe that's why it feels uh, strangely significant. 
because the rules here aren't a million miles away from the black hack or probably more accurately the resulting game isn't a million miles away from the black hack but there's kind of another element there's another level of experience to being involved in the game it's almost like a like a collective consciousness thing going on now i really sound like i've been hitting the jazz fags oh and for our american listeners i mean cigarettes um but there is that sense of connecting to something beyond the rules in the book beyond the experience of just playing it and i'm not entirely sure what that is but one thing's for sure it's certainly got me questioning the things I've claimed to favour in the past. And thank you to Dave, Dave Aldridge of The Percentile for running last night's game. Really had a lot of fun there. I mean, looking at the rules tome, it's just under 300 pages. Um, and I understand that that is by no means a complex game in the grand scheme of things but for me it's certainly a step up from the things I've been drawn to in the past and uh, yeah I just wanted to share that and it also adds weight to the idea I've certainly heard Colin Spike Pitt Green talking about this in the past of not being able to get an accurate impression of what a game is like by just reading through the rules. I also wanted to take this opportunity to share some really, really wonderful messages from from, from good friends. I'm just going to play them and thank you for sending them in they really are feeling quite quite touched and um yeah they've they've really done me a favor as far as um, quashing any doubts i had about what went on in that recent session of osseus and uh, thank you colin for dedicating an episode to osseus and i hope you know that even if I did, I did freak out being put on the spot, I wouldn't hold it against you. And uh, thanks again for putting your faith in me. And I'm just going to sit back and enjoy listening through these wonderful messages from, um, from Colin, Jason Connolly, Nerds RPG Variety Cast, and Barney Dicker from Loco Ludus. Thank you very much. So, yeah, there was a bit of a theory behind the madness. In at the deep end, baptism of fire, all that. I mean, it doesn't get any worse than having to think on your feet and run a game like that. So imagine, Spencer, what you can do when you've got a chance to prepare. And, I mean, and neither of us knew where we was going with that little osseous session there. And... I mean, at the end of the day, 
I thought we both had a bit of fun. Turned out something that seemingly folk are finding a little bit entertaining. And, you know, it can only get better. You know, it can only get better. And I thought, I thought you did a great job. You entered into the spirit of things. And we should uh, definitely try and do something again soon. Maybe try out a different little system. Maybe some into the odd. Oh, and the other thing I meant to say, of course, yeah, admittedly, I'd try to throw you a bone with the dystopian plumber thing, hoping that that might set you at ease a little bit in in a genre that you you've talked about and expressed interest in. And to be fair, I never really noticed you hadn't picked up on it. Um, we weren't perhaps playing for long enough and maybe the the cracks would have shown up later on uh, as we both headed off in different directions with the narrative. But um, what you might not realise is I was pretty nervous and unsure about the whole idea myself. I'd said to my wife, oh, I don't know if this is a very good idea. Could be putting Spencer in, on the spot and he may never forgive me. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Seems I might have got away with it this time. Take care. Hey, Spencer, you did do a good job jamming. You have to remember that was sprung on you. You weren't even prepared to jam that day, and you did it all off the cuff, off your head. You did great. And we're our own harshest critics, so, you know, trust us. You did a great job. I look forward to playing one of your games soon. Take care, my friend. Hey, Spencer. I'm really pleased to hear that uh, Osseus has got a little bit of a playthrough, and I'm just uh, wondering uh, when it's going to carry on, how it's going to carry on. I just wanted to say that uh, that I'm there. I'm there. I'm there on the hunt with uh, the hunt for Gaza, that slimy little shit. And... Uh, I think I'd like to play, uh, in this dystopian world, I'd like to play a glue seller. I've got lots of different flavors of glue for you. Lots of glue. My favorite bit of the story was when you said, no, 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 the stairs are going up. <laughs> that made me laugh. One of the things I really appreciated about you and Colin talking about Osseus was the way that the qualities are handled in the system. I love that soft touch to the skills and abilities. And it's such a nice thing to try and keep hold of that people can craft their own themselves within their groups, specific to their settings and adventures. But that there's, there's always a pull towards making them more concrete somehow. So thanks for that. Thanks for keeping that very, that light touch going there. Very inspiring. Thank you.